that Christmas story never gets old. You know, we, we listen to that every, every year. It's kind of become a tradition at Alpine Church. And we're glad, by the way, that you are making this a tradition to join us with your family. But I do have a question about your traditions. How many of you, I do this every year, I'm just dying to know. How many of you open your, most of your presents on Christmas Eve? Raise your hand if you open most of your presents on Christmas Eve. Anybody? Anybody? Okay, so that's Christmas morning then, if you open most of your presents on Christmas morning. Everybody? How many don't do any presents at all? Raise your hand, because I, I didn't see everybody. Say, okay. See, our family, I always thought that our tradition is what everybody did. We open our presents on Christmas Eve growing up. That's how we always did it. And I'm beginning to realize we were the weird ones, right? <laughs> I think it's because there were five kids and two adults, and we outvoted the adults. Like, we didn't want to wait for the morning to have to open our presents. But now... In, in my family with my wife, there's only two and two, so we do it on Christmas morning. So I know some of you are sitting here like, get on with it, Pastor. We've got, we've got Christmas morning to open presents. Like, let's get home. Let's be done with this. Well, today what I want to do is just real quickly, I want to take a look back at Luke chapter 2 because most of us know that story we just read. We read that every year here at Alpine Church, but a lot of us don't read far enough in chapter 2 to see what happened eight days Later, See, eight days later, Jesus was taken by his parents, Mary and Joseph, to the temple to be dedicated. And here's what we see. Simeon, it says there, at that time there was a man in Jerusalem. His name was Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him. So here's the guy that would go to the temple. Talk about tradition. He would go to the temple just about every day eagerly waiting, because he knew, as a Jewish person, he knew that there was this ancient promise in the Old Testament that there was, someday there was going to be a Messiah. There was going to be this Savior of the world who was going to come and rescue his people. And, and Simeon apparently was old, and he wanted to see it with his own eyes. He, he didn't want to die before he got to see the Messiah. He wanted it to happen in his generation. And so sure enough, Mary and Joseph show up. In fact, it wasn't even Simeon's week or day to serve at the temple, but led by the Holy Spirit, he went to the temple anyway. And then Mary and Joseph show up with, with Jesus. And then as we read on, here's what it says. This is Simeon speaking this out as he's holding baby Jesus in his hands. I have seen your salvation. It's like a prayer. He said, you, which you have prepared for all people. He's looking at Jesus saying, he is a light to reveal God to the nations. He is the glory of your people, Israel. You know, so first of all, Jesus is a light. I don't know if you ever wondered why we do so many lights at Christmas time. Actually, it's because Jesus is a light. I have a good friend who, when he was in college, went spelunking. Anybody know what spelunking is? Raise your hand. If you... Spelunking is when you go into a cave and you explore a cave. Now, I'm claustrophobic, so I would, you would never catch me spelunking, ever. But my buddy did, and a couple of his friends, they went on a Friday, they went cave diving, cave spelunking. And here's the problem with a cave, is there's no light in a cave, so you have to bring your own light. So they brought flashlights, and one by one, the deeper they got into the cave, their flashlights ran out of battery and they're not very smart, so they never turned around in time. So they're about two hours into this cave, and all their lights are out, and it's pitch black. Now, if you want to appreciate light, 
that would be the moment. And they had a decision to make. They could try to feel their way out of the cave and hopefully pick the right one. But the problem is if they were to do that, they could end up going deeper and deeper into the cave and get further and further lost. And so as a group, they made a decision together that they would just sit there and wait in the darkness. And this was Friday. And then Saturday came. Nothing. And then Sunday came. Nothing. They sat in that cave for over two days. And finally on Monday, a rescue group came through and realized that they had been gone for a few days. And could you imagine what it was like when they're sitting there just in the cold, dark cave when all of a sudden they see a light coming around the tunnel? And see, this is what Simeon is saying, is he's saying he is a light to reveal God to the nations. Simeon was waiting for this light. Simeon was waiting for Jesus, and here Jesus was. I don't know what you think about our culture today, but I feel like our culture is dark. I think our culture is darker than ever. And that's why I celebrate Jesus, because Jesus is the light of the world. But Simeon went on, he said this, or this is Jesus speaking. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you'll have light that leads to life. And Jesus is that light. Then Simeon goes on back to Luke 2, and it says that Simeon blessed Mary and Joseph and Jesus, and then he said to Mary, the baby's mother, he said, this child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God. That's interesting. He says, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. He said that to Mary because he understood that Jesus, 33 years from then, that Jesus would go to the cross and die on the cross. That's what we celebrate on Easter. So we'll see you at Easter again. But look at, look at what's going on here. Is, is Simeon is saying he's a, he's a sign. He's a sign. So Jesus isn't just alive, but he's also, he's also a sign. He's a helpful sign. And how many of you know that signs are meant to be helpful, but not all signs are helpful? I did a search earlier this week, and here are a couple of signs that aren't so helpful. Do not sit on fence. Does anyone recognize where this one's from? First service knew. This is from Lagoon. I remember a couple of years ago being in line. I can't remember what ride this is, but being in line and seeing this, I actually took this picture because I thought it was the stupidest sign I ever read. Like, <laughs> you think I'm going to sit on that fence? I don't think so. If someone who sits on that fence deserves whatever comes next. <laughs> or how about this sign? <laughs> Spelling is hard. Or... Or this sign. I don't know this is a real sign. <laughs> That's a pretty funny one. Or this sign. Parking lot under police surveillance. Do not leave valuables in vehicle. That's how much we trust our police. I wish I lived on this street. Go away. And this one's just really confusing. Like, I honestly don't even know what I would do right there. I think I would just freeze up. I'm not sure what I'm, I'm a rule follower. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do right now, okay? Or this one, no pets allowed, but all pets must be on leash. That doesn't make sense. Or two-hour parking from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. <laughs> I love that one. Entrance only, do not enter. And then my favorite of all unhelpful signs, my favorite of all of these is this one right here. But see, let's go back to what Simeon said about Jesus. He says, Jesus has been sent as a sign from God. 
So Jesus is a, not only a light, li- lighting the path so that we're not living in darkness, groping around in darkness, but he's also, he's also a sign from God. And he's a sign of God's love. I mean, think about how God could have communicated our need of rescue. Because the Bible says we're all sinners, we're all broken, we're all lost, we're all in darkness. The Bible doesn't just say the darkness is out there. The Bible says the darkness is in here, it's in us, that we all have a sin problem. And so God could have sent a sign like, a, like fire from heaven, like judgmental type of sign, but that's not what he did. He, he sent Jesus, a baby in a manger. That's what makes Christmas so amazing to me, is that Jesus is a sign of God's love, of God's care, of God's, the peace that he wants to make with us, the reconciliation that he wants with us. Jesus himself said it like this, for the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. Do you see the heart of God in this? Like he's looking for us, for those who are lost. If you're here tonight and you feel like you're a little bit lost, well, join the crowd, because the Bible says we're all lost. The Bible says that we're all in need of a savior, and that's who Jesus is. And just one more, adult Jesus said this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. So Jesus is the light, and Jesus is the sign so that we can find our way to God. Can I pray real quick for us? Lord, I pray that today, at the end of 2022, that this simple message from Simeon, this old guy who was so blessed to hold Jesus in his hands. God, I pray that this simple message would land for some people in this room today, people who maybe feel a little bit lost, or people maybe who have had, I'm sure there are many people in this room today who have had a dark year, a hard year. And God, I pray that they would see in Jesus what Simeon saw, the light of the world, and a sign from God that there is hope, that there is peace, and all of this comes through Jesus Christ. Pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.